0: He
1: just said, "Like I'm sorry, like I cheated on you um, with a few girls from the bachelorette party."
0: Did you want? Did you ask for your kidney back? Then? <laughs>
1: Hey y'all, it's Lace. It's Catherine, and this is an episode
0: of Chidi's Podcast. We got a phenomenal episode for you guys today. Our guest today gave her significant other an organ, only to find out he was donating his pain to someone else.
2: You you could almost say he was donating an organ as well. It was a little lower in the body. Correct. (laughs) An An external one. That's right. Before we get into our uh, guest today, um, Catherine, let's just, I want to do a new thing where we kick off up at the beginning with our upcoming show dates, because our show dates are piling up. We got a lot of stuff coming up and we might forget at the end of the episode. So real quick, where are you going to be over this next week?
0: Next, this week, this coming week, uh, July 29th, that's Friday. I'll be in Shreveport, Louisiana. You can find those tickets uh, through my website, KatherineBlanford.com. And then that's Saturday, July 30th. I will be in Longview, Texas at the Rio. And then later this month, I'm going to be down in South Florida. August 19th, I'll be in Lake Park, Florida. And then August 20th, I'll be in Boca Raton.
2: Nice. All right. This week, I am going to be in Huntsville, Alabama on Tuesday, July 26th. If we got any Alabamians come out to the camp, Uh, I think it's called the camp at Mid-City. I'm at 730. Um, That should be a ton of fun. It's a really cool outdoor venue. And then Thursday on July 28th, I will be at another place called the camp I don't know yet if these two businesses are related, but I feel like they might be. I will be at Comedy in the Camp in Atlanta, Georgia on uh, Thursday, like I said, at 8 p.m., and then Saturday back in Atlanta on... July 30th at the City Winery. That's at 7 p.m. I am opening for Brian Moot that night. If you love radio and you know radio, then you know Brian Moot. He's incredible. He's so funny. We're gonna have a good time. Uh, and we should go ahead and replug that live cheaties we're going to be doing, and at Zanies on October 16th in October. Go ahead and get those tickets. Zanies in Nashville, Tennessee. See Catherine and I both live doing a live cheaties. We're going a lot of places, Catherine, but we couldn't be here right now talking to these lovely Stabbies if it weren't for our sponsor.
0: Our fabulous partners, Good Wipes. Um, they're flushable wipes. They come in amazing scents. I love Coco Shea and Rosewater. And the best thing about their place is that mm-hmm. summertime, you're out, you're around. They're portable. They, they make for a wonderful gift. You really friend.
2: do. Yeah, yeah. I like that as a as a gift idea. Let's say you've got a group of girls, maybe some bridesmaids, um, right. you know, and you're just trying to look for things to stuff into the the gift bag. Maybe maybe to make it a little heavier, make it feel like you spend a little bit more time and energy on the gifts. Get them a pack of good wipes. All right. Be a generous friend because. Our guest today is an incredibly generous person, and you know what? We should all seek to be as generous as she is, and give your friends the gift of Good Wipes. Give your body the gift of Good Wipes, Um, and you know what? Good Wipes themselves are generous because, like Catherine said, they are large, uh, and you can clean your whole body with just one of them. So ladies and gentlemen, go check out Good Wipes. Buy yourself some today at Target or wherever you get uh, fine wiping products. Okay, folks. Um, Catherine, who are we interviewing today?
0: Today we have TikTok sensation, Colleen Lee. Her story uh she posted on TikTok. We were tagged in it a bunch and then I believe it was BuzzFeed and then Bustle both picked it up. They did an article on her. Yeah. Her story's all over the internet, but now you have a first hand account of it today on Cheaty. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, this is our interview with Colleen Lee.
2: Hey listener, you're about to hear a really juicy cheating story. Names and locations may have been changed to protect the guilty. We're not licensed therapists or lawyers. Hell, we barely have a driver's license. We're just two broke comedians who've been through some shit. And this alleged story is one-sided. If you know another side, please call our emergency redemption hotline at 888-STABBY-8. And yes, that is a real number. Now sit back, relax, and
0: pour yourself a
1: bowl of cheeties.
2: All right, we've got Colleen in the house, all the way from Orange County, California. Colleen, how are you doing this hot, hot, fiery day?
1: I am doing great. Okay. I'm just sweaty, but I'm doing great. <laughs>
2: Phenomenal. Sweaty but doing great. We love to hear it. That <laughs> feels like yeah. us every day out here in, in Atlanta, Georgia. So
0: You you look phenomenal yes. by the way. I forget to tell people that we're not recording video. Um mm. and you you may just look phenomenal all the time, yeah. but then they get on and, and I'm the first person they see and they're like, I didn't <laughs>
2: I didn't know that you were a real rat, but I am. I'm a rat. A podcast. I'm a podcast, a podcast rat. rat. Yeah, you look gorgeous yeah. though. Do you just look like this every day? I mean, I know people can't see you while they're listening to the podcast, but I want to tell them how gorgeous you look right now, like
1: <laughs> Aww, red carpet thank pretty. You. Yeah, thank you're welcome. you so much. You know, I just put on a little bit of makeup for work every day, and yeah, get after yeah, it. Yeah, go okay. for it,
2: girl. Um, so you. I don't know how much details you want to give about your life or not, but you are unlike a lot of people we have on this podcast. We usually have people in the entertainment industry. You've got a normal job um, and yeah. you, a good person. It sounds like that's you're good. That's just... what we're trying to say. It sounds like you're a good person who's got their shit together. Uh, you look great. It sounds like you're successful. Um, you're out in a, a lovely place. Uh, I don't know how you got tied up in this situation that we're interviewing you about today, but we're dying to hear it because we found it from social media.
0: Okay, so we're ready. We're about to dive in. Colleen, take us back to, to the beginning here. We wanna know, are you in Orange County at this point? Um, mm-hmm. Who are you? Who is Colleen? Does she have all of her organs? Does she have, does she, is it hers? You know, did she take someone else's? We don't know. Tell us. Tell us, take us back to the very beginning and scene.
1: And yes, sweet. of course. Um, so back in 2015, I was working at Disneyland at the time, and I was also going to school at Cal State Long Beach. Um, I, had, I, was, I came from San Diego, so all my friends and family were in San Diego, and my group of friends invited me to do a women's league for basketball. Uh, once every week, I would have to drive to San Diego, play basketball, and then drive back to Orange County and um so Callie. so Callie, yeah. of you
2: i have i want to jump yeah. in real quick just to set the scene for the <laughs> mm-hmm. listeners i want to clarify one thing first you said 2015 or 2016.
1: 2015.
2: 2015 okay. okay wow all right seven years ago yeah and you already look i mean you look like a newborn baby fawn so i cannot tell how <laughs> old you are do you mind telling us how old you were at the time so we can like see the scene
1: i was uh, 24 at the time 24 at the Co- time
2: okay or 23 all right. actually all right okay well this helps too 20, to be like yeah, what yeah. mindset you know because we all know that time yeah. of our lives and we're like okay so now I'm now mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with you I'm with 23 year old Colleen she's life's ahead of her she's working at Disneyland she's traveling back and forth all right yeah.
0: basketball yeah co-ed yeah crazy is it co-ed that's wild who plays basketball on the side
2: yeah, yeah. right <laughs> Just right who's got the time basketball. yeah yeah yeah, that takes real skills. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, um, yeah, one of my teammates um, introduced me to this guy. Um, he becomes important later. Um, and we just kind of hit it off, clicked, um, you know, got to know each other. And um, he pretty much told me straight up how he was diagnosed with chronic kidney disease since he was 17, and he was 27 at the time. So okay. he was already on peritoneal oh, dialysis.
2: Oh wow. Yeah, and... that's ten years of yeah. ooh, yeah. So explain, so I'm familiar with dialysis. My my grandmother before she passed was on dialysis for a, a solid like mm-hmm. seven years. That's it's it's brutal to do yeah. it. So how often I don't you said a word before that that I wasn't familiar with.
1: Peritoneal, so he had that tube coming out of his stomach Got and it. he had the machine Whoa. at home. So he would have to connect to the machine for like nine hours every night. So his um, kidneys uh, filter out, you know, waste and stuff. And yeah, um, just seeing how he was living day to day kind of motivated me and inspired me to get tested um, to see if we were a match. Because I don't know why, but I just felt the need to help him
0: okay oh yeah up. we gotta, we gotta hold dive up. into this <laughs> whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. All we right. missed a lot of, we missed all of seventh grade we missed a lot of chapters right now there? yeah that's okay. what it feels like okay now he did, you met him was he playing basketball with you guys or was he watching on the sidelines he was
1: just watching on the sideline for right. like one of my teammates he was one of my teammates friends and then We, then we got introduced and then we kind of just like exchanged numbers and got to know each other and then started dating. And then, um, that's when he kind of told me about his health conditions and. So how long,
2: okay. So I'm so curious because the first thing you said was pretty off the bat. He told you so, but now you're saying that y'all were like dating Mm -hmm. and then he told you how much time are we looking at difference before he drops this bomb on you?
1: Pretty early on. I would say like y'all started dating like like the beginning. Yeah. Right from the beginning. Okay, so
2: y'all clicked Um, and started dating. Yeah. There was no, like, long-term friendship or
1: anything. No. Gotcha. Okay,
2: okay.
0: Was it a normal, did it seem like a normal relationship beside that, or was that something that got in the way a lot? Was he like, I can't go out on dates at night because I have to hook myself up to this machine every night, you can't come over, Mm -hmm. I mean, like, was it a different kind of relationship or was it normal besides
1: that he was seemed, on dialysis. It seemed pretty normal because, you know, nine hours is just like while he sleeps, you know? Sure. So it didn't really affect right. us going out or anything like that. But um, yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. And then you immediately, All he right, tells so... you this, and you immediately are like, I care about this guy this much. It's not like y'all have been together for years. Like you've known him for what, mm-hmm. weeks or months?
1: Just a few months before I got tested. Just a few
2: months. And you get tested. Did yeah. he ever ask you, or you just like in the, the your beautiful heart was just like I need to find out.
1: He pretty much like showed me the brochures on like who to call on get to on like uh, what the first steps are to get tested and stuff. So he kind of like opened the door for me without asking. If that makes sense. Um, but I okay. I knew he wanted to ask me straight up, but at the same time he just I don't know. He didn't want to pressure me maybe mm-hmm.
0: right so we love booby traps <laughs> we love booby traps all Right. <laughs> he left orgy traps <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so um wow okay he so he left a little brochure out i'm sorry i'm making up in my head all of a sudden you turn over you wake up there's a brochure on your nightstand <laughs> you're like what? Is this? <laughs> Well, hold on, Just, this, I had my, my, my blood here before, this yeah. is weird. With a number to call. So you call mm-hmm. to get tested, and then you find out?
1: Yeah, I found out shortly after, like maybe a month after um, I did some blood work that um, got the call on, they said that we were a match. Okay.
0: okay. Um, can I, I'm going to jump forward for a second before we jump back. Looking back now, if you weren't a match, do you think that you would have kept dating?
1: I have no idea, to be honest. I have no idea. Because once okay, like, I, I explain say no. everything, how everything plays out, then okay. that thought of him just using me did come to mind.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ooh, yeah. okay. All right. All right. I know we got to get to that point. I know we got to get to that point. So mm-hmm. you find out you're a match. I got to know how this part plays out at least. I got to know when you tell your family, like who, because if I told my parents that some dude I've known for a few months, I was going to give him, I tested, I even tested to find out if I could give him one of my organs that my mom made with her body uh right. she might be in your dad. yeah and my mom well she did most of the work when i was in there um so right. mm-hmm. i'm just thinking she would be like oh hell no that's my kidney that i made for you you're not giving it to anybody especially anybody that we don't know that well so how did the next mm-hmm. steps go after that
1: so the next steps were pretty much the next few months were just you know running tests just to see if you know my body is capable to donate if i'm healthy enough that kind of stuff and then once um we got the green light then that's when I told my family and friends
2: (laughs) that's when you told them so you did this in secret oh my god
1: yeah I just wanted to see if we got the green light first and then told my family
2: okay yeah
0: While you were leading up to this just was he was the relationship healthy to that point was he a good guy
1: yeah he seemed like a really good guy he was really religious he he was christian so i thought you know I, I grew up catholic so i never had that close relationship with god you know and i thought you know by dating him also will help grow that relationship with god so i thought he was a good guy he you know had high morals throughout our relationship so i thought he was like good for me spiritually okay. and gotcha. you know
2: okay okay all right okay so things are you good get the green light all right you're mm-hmm. like guys, and then you drop it on everybody. Okay, so what's yeah. that? What's that like?
0: I'm having a kidney. <laughs>
1: um, my when I told my siblings, um, they were just you know worried about me for my future health, but they did tell me that they'll support my decision, and you know, and then my dad said the same thing. Like he, he knew I was you know old enough to make my own decision, and that he'll support me as well but when it came to my mom she did not support it at all like she was hysterically crying when i told her and like she was crying like i was already dead like that kind of hysterically crying like she already lost me you know so i that already hurt me um you know seeing my mom react that way which i get now you know but i even made like an appointment with um, you know the doctors and stuff to like kind of go with her kind of explain the process to her of kidney donation to and let her know that you know this is a normal procedure and like everything will be fine you know and yeah just, that was yeah, my first yeah, step it
2: that your mom's going to freak out my, I know, I mean, my mom would have absolutely freaked out, but I, I think my dad's response definitely wouldn't have been, Oh, you're 23. You can make your own decisions. My dad would be like, yeah. you better be married to this dude. And you better be married for him for mm-hmm. a minimum of 10 years before you start giving yeah. away your organs. Like that's how,
1: did they know him? Mm-hmm. They yeah, him? they knew him. They, they knew how sick he was and how much he needed a kidney. Cause you know, when you get on peritoneal dialysis, that means like your kidney function is like around five percent function so it's so that that made me feel like like he needed a kidney like urgently you know like i didn't want to wait till we were married because what happens if he died you know why have he just passed away and it's like wow why did i wait you know what if i got tested early Mm -hmm.
2: yeah that's a that's an amount of pressure that i cannot even fathom i i have a friend Mm -hmm. who got a kidney from her husband now ex-husband um but, uh, that was different. He, he left her after he gave wow. her the kidney and then he left her. Yeah. So I, I know a similar story. It's definitely not the same by any mm-hmm. means, but that's a lot, that's a lot to go through between two people. And, um, yeah, this is, I can't even imagine that level of stress. So, okay. Sorry. Yeah. We keep interrupting cause it's fascinating, but please tell us more. Tell yeah. us more.
1: Um, so we set the surgery date on, um, sorry, we set the surgery date on May uh, 23rd, 2016. Um, surgery comes up. Procedure went goes well. Um, stayed in the hospital for like two days. He stayed there for like five days. And then it seemed like our relationship was the same. You know, he was, you know, getting used to another kidney. He was able to take the tube out. He didn't have wow. to go through dialysis anymore. Um, wow. It seemed pretty swell, you know, like... Um, we were both it seemed like he was really grateful in um getting a kidney and stuff and um around six to seven months later he goes to a bachelor party in vegas um with some friends from his church i didn't think any of it like i trusted him like a hundred percent because you know he was really religious he always reminded me of that and um yeah the day he came back from vegas he came to my house unannounced and confessed to cheating with a few girls from the bachelorette party
2: a few girls a few girls (laughs) yeah okay so So this is six or seven months after so you've got fresh scars you got fresh wounds you're you're trying to live a life with one kidney now Mm -hmm. like you're dealing with your own and so he how many girls who what what?
0: Do, okay yeah and did you kind of hope that your kidney would have sensed it while he was cheating on you and right? your kidney might have been like no i'm backfiring bro like I'm, I'm i'm colleen in here yeah colleen we know i'm part of colleen okay no like, i wish i doing? wish those senses came you. to
1: mind but it didn't unfortunately yeah <laughs> but God. it's funny because I was hanging out with my siblings that weekend and my sister was like are you worried at all because and I was like no not at all like he wouldn't do anything yeah little did I know it was, yeah
2: wow so he just comes to your door unannounced and he's just like hey I cheated why first of all what is the, what the hell is going through his mind yeah why would he do that Second of all, what all does he tell you? Does he just say, I cheated? Or he says, this is how I did it and who I did it with? Did you ask? Like, what what was that interaction?
1: Yeah, I don't want to get into detail exactly what he did, but he just said, like, I'm sorry. Like, I cheated on you um, with a few girls from the bachelorette party. And one of them was the girl that, you know, introduced us. So she was my friend, too. So...
2: That's yeah, I was fun. a little.
1: I felt a little betrayed, and I remember texting her saying like, "I thought you were my friend" and all that stuff. And she just responded saying like, "It was because of the alcohol and all that." And right, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. So, okay, <laughs> did
0: you want? Did you ask for your kidney back then?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> I, I do get can't. a lot of those comments. Like a lot of people ask me that. Like, did you ask yeah. to get the kidney back? Can Can you get the kidney back? And I was like, Can you? No, it back? I yeah. can't. But it's okay. Like, I don't. He could have it. It's fine.
0: Sure. Um, could you have her kidney though? Like, how, you know what I mean? Like, she's <laughs> Yo, got two. Which she one of those give, three you know, bachelorettes? Like, you took something of mine. I take something of yours. It's the alcohol. I kind of need yeah. to. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Okay. It's yeah. okay. Like I don't need another kidney. I'm pretty my body's doing well with one right now. So, maybe in the future, this, they owe me one. Yeah. yeah okay.
0: <laughs> so, so he do you think though looking back would you think that was the only time that he cheated or was he like in the relationship for the kidney and he may have had some some um disciples on the side? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do yeah glad. just like thinking how everything played out like I don't know why he put himself such on a pedestal when it came to his religion and, and how he stuck to his moral throughout his, our relationship but yet he, did, he does this behind my back so it made me think like you know what was his actual genuine intention with me was it just to take advantage of my kindness for my kidney or did he actually like me so it's like I don't know. To this point, like, it could go both ways. Like, just the way everything played out.
2: You, you didn't stay together after that. After yeah, did you went forgive him and go, I'll give you time to, you know, I get it. You've, you got a new kidney, so you're feeling like, you know, like a superstar out there. Mm-hmm. Now that, you know, you can go to Vegas and party. Yeah, I,
1: ac- I actually, you know, gave him another chance. Because, you know, I really, I you know, I loved him and I thought, we could make our sure. relationship work but um yeah I wish you know I wish I didn't give it another chance because you know obviously it didn't work out in the end and my trust in him was you know shattered and I just couldn't move on to the fact that he cheated and we just kept arguing and then three months later he kind of just broke up with me over the phone
2: so he just broke over the up phone with you? you gave him a kidney and at this point he's like 28 right he had had to have been 28 this this long into yes. the relationship he's an adult mm-hmm. man this isn't like an 18 year old this all of these actions sound like a teenager
0: yeah. all right so a couple things do you think though that he was really like maybe not even a religious person and was like i gotta get this kidney I got somebody mm-hmm. and just conned this whole thing and then purposely told you he cheated on you to, to end it after he had the kidney and it was good.
1: That could have, you know, that thought has come to mind. It's not, it's impossible. not a good thought to have. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. And it's not
2: a, it, no one wants to think that or believe that or believe they've been conned by somebody like that either, but you were clearly. Yeah, that
1: was just his way of like getting out of the relationship by cheating,
2: yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, because so many people try to blow up their own relationships, like for whatever reason, but they're, you know. But I feel like somebody who comes to you and tells you like that right away, he's not like, oh, I made a mistake and I, I need to make it up to her and I'm gonna I'll hide this under the rug and I'm gonna try to make it work and I'm gonna go forward and maybe I'll tell her eventually. But it sounds like he was just like, yeah, yeah. I, I did it. I'm fine with it. I'm thrilled with it. You know, comes mm-hmm. home and it, almost like he's bragging, like, thanks for giving me a new lease on life. I went out and had a good time. Mm-hmm. Like yes. when he told you, was he like crying and on the floor and like on his knees and like grasping his kidney? Yeah, yeah. He
1: was, I seem like he was like very, like he came to me, like his face all pale. Like he okay looked so guilty, you know, like he had that guilty conscience. I feel like that's why he told me right away. But, um, yeah, I don't that know. That was your like, kidney.
2: Your kidney did that work. It wasn't a guilty yeah, conscience. Yeah. It was a guilty kidney. And he felt it God. from within. Jesus, why you just gave you a kidney? That's crazy.
0: Okay, it's so then, so, 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 so then it's a, it it got out into the universe. Was it? Did you originally put it on TikTok?
1: I did. Yes, your
0: story. <laughs> okay, that's right. And then it, and then it, and then it kind of went and spread like wildfire. Right? Does he mm-hmm. know um, that you've put it out into the internet?
1: um i'm not sure if you've seen if he's seen any of my videos or seen any articles because like we like when he broke up with me he completely cut ties with me blocked my number block all social media all that stuff you so saved I his think, life
2: i am so mad right now you're kidding me you gave him
1: an organ you're
2: kidding me you uh, saved his life you put your life in danger in your 20s <laughs> He got a, not only did he get a new kidney, he got a good, good, young, fresh, hot kidney. He got himself yeah. a hot, sexy kidney, and then and he, he and then he, ran off.
0: Cheated on you with multiple women, and then came up and told you at that point, point, I'd be like, why aren't you lying to me?
2: <laughs> I am like, this yeah. freaking dude, he blocked you? I'm shot, this, how was he <laughs> not on your, on his hands and knees <laughs> for months, and begging and pleading for your forgiveness, and like, mm-hmm. I am this, ooh, the, the balls on the, I would say the ball, the kidneys on this dude. The kidney. The kidney on this dude. I mean,
0: yeah. it's big. Okay, so you, you give him another chance and he moves on. He blocks you and everything. Um, you're, you're past this. You've moved on you spread your message through TikTok, though. Um, we want to give you a chance now here to, to spread your good word, mm-hmm. um, on our podcast as yes. well. Um, I'm very curious to hear what you would have done differently. If this scenario, what you will do differently, God forbid this scenario ever happens again. I don't again. think oh, this maybe, scenario yeah, could ever even happen, happen again. again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so what? like, okay, if you have a friend who comes up to you and says th- they have a boyfriend they love very much, they've been dating for a couple months who has and needs a kidney, mm-hmm. would you say go for it? <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, those are two separate questions. Mm-hmm. One is advice. One is what would you do differently? Answer what would yeah. you do differently first. I'm curious.
1: Like, in the end, like, to this day, I still don't regret, you know, donating my kidney to him. I wish I did take my time, though, instead of, instead of getting tested out of react, you know, out of emotions if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. like, having that urgency, like really, you know, pressured me to get tested sooner. But if someone was to ask for advice, I would say, like, do you like, do you really want to do this? Like, it's okay, it would it would be okay to say no. You know, what I mean, it would be okay to not get tested. You know, if you feel uncomfortable doing it, like if you, you know, like, don't feel pressured to do it because of what other people will think if you do say no you know don't care about what other people think think about yourself first and your health
2: that's what you would tell someone else or that's what you would tell Mm -hmm. yourself again both probably right
1: probably both yeah
2: yeah
0: but i still
1: you know i still don't regret what i did but you know that's beautiful
0: i guess if you're giving an organ you have to be comfortable with knowing that the relationship with that Person, I mean, if you're still living after you give your organs, that you'd be comfortable knowing that the relationship could end and you could never mm-hmm. see them again. and They'll walk away with your organ and you have to be yeah. good with that. I Just accepted,
1: about, yeah. I knew that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew I did um, tell myself that, you know, getting, you know, donating my kidney. I was like, I know, like, oh, we, there's a possibility we wouldn't be together for the long run. And I accepted that, you know, but oh, okay. I did well, not expect to get cheated yeah. on and you know yeah just being dumped and blocked easily yeah yeah
2: Yeah. I've stayed in relationships way longer and given way less but thought oh it's I've got to stay for this reason or that reason and like you Mm -hmm. would think just the just him feeling the obligation alone would have made him you know be a good person or at least stick around and try to make it up for you make it up to you. Yeah. Like that's shocking that didn't have that. That's so yeah. wild to me. But I think of it, I think you said it, you both said it already, but like I guess you do when you're in a situation like that, you've got to look at it. There's it like an old saying, and I don't know who I ever heard it from, probably my dad or somebody's dad, which is like if you're going to let somebody borrow money, you have to, if you give money you have to, even if they say, I'm going to pay you back, you have to expect that you're not going to get the money back. And you've got to be okay right. with mm-hmm. that amount of money and giving that amount of money to somebody knowing that you might not ever give it, get it back again, whether they promise to pay you or not. And if you can't give it away without the promise of them giving it back to you, then don't give the money. And I think you, yeah. it sounds like you made that decision of like, mm-hmm. if i it's okay, one way or the other, you didn't know what the future is going to look like, but you made that you were at peace with. It's okay. I'm going to do this because I feel good about it in the moment, and your intentions were were good. You had good intentions. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. Like I didn't want to yeah. donate and expect him to stay with me because of right. that. Right. Like I. Yeah. I you wouldn't mind if he. It, you... Yeah. If he. If things didn't work out, if I really should. You know, if he if he didn't see a future with me, like just break up with me instead of cheating. You know, yeah, I don't expect you to stay with me forever if you're not feeling the relationship, right? You know,
0: yeah. I I do though. I do expect my boyfriend to stay with me because I actually gave him dead ass.
2: If you just give him dead <laughs> ass, that's enough to keep him. And that's, mm-hmm. that's enough that's to keep organ. him. Not that's not even an organ. Yep. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's dead
2: ass. Um, I okay. mean, dead ass is pretty big, but it's still not. That's still not an
0: mm-hmm.
2: organ. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it is it's, a good you're body right. part, it's a It's a good body part. Yeah, it's actually,
0: it's its own person.
2: (laughs) But like, here's the thing. I would have had so much more respect for this guy if he was just flat out honest with you and met you and was like, I am the luckiest guy in the world to have met you. You are incredible. I'll never be able to repay you for what you did. You're hot and awesome. But now that I have a new lease on life, I kind of want to explore and I need a little bit of like that freedom I didn't get between 17 and 27. And I want to make out with hose in Vegas, you know? And if, uh, you know, he should have just said like, I need that time. I've never been able to sow my seeds. Will you still be here for me if I need to go and do that? And if you can't be here for me, mm-hmm. just know that I owe you for the rest of my life and we will be friends forever. And I will never be able to, to repay you. And thank you so much. You're awesome and beautiful. And I wish the absolute best for you in the world. And I will pay for your, uh, s- scar, uh, liquid Whatever, that stuff you put on it to make your scar go away. I'll pay for that for the rest of your life. Like, that's what he should have said. Yeah. That would be way more respectable than what, the way he played this.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I would I would respect that than what he did, to be honest.
0: Yeah, right? Do, will he need another kidney at some point in his life?
1: Yeah. Um, usually donated kidneys only last average 10 to 15 years. So it's been six years now. Do you so. think he's going
0: <laughs> to... you think he's going to find another girlfriend, another another match friend,
1: another match girl, another girl match friend? He's uh, married. Is she a match? I have no idea. Um, My friends told me this because, you know, he has me blocked. So um, they still had access to his like social media. And then they saw that he got married and they told me and I was like, oh, that's good. Good for him. Hopefully she's a match and maybe she'll give him one of her kidneys. When the time comes,
2: How, do they have kids? I don't think so. Interesting. I mean, if he cared enough, he'd have been already. He already made some offspring, so he'd have a harvest ready to go. That's right. Smart,
0: <laughs> That's really messed up of you. That's very smart. <laughs> um, you're you're <laughs> God, you're, I'm just you're trying a, to get Marvel myself
2: going. in this dude's shoes. Just, I'm just trying he. to think the way this psychopath would think. We're gonna take, we need to take you to Russia. We, the only okay. thing I'm is, like
1: he, he tried reaching out to me again after he cut ties with me two months later. Really? And, and how yeah, did that look he, and sound? What, what was that? My kidney like post-surgery um, appointment was coming up in May of 2017 and he texted me saying hey i know your appointment's coming up um did you want to go grab lunch or dinner i want to let you know how your kidney's doing that and i was like um no i'm not even going to respond to that because just it just felt like he was just obligated to text me that because of the anniversary of the kidney surgery so i was like to let me know how my kidney's doing like what are we like co-parenting like that's what it sounded like (laughs) Like do we have a pet or something? Oh, like
2: Are we comparing a kidney? He sent you like Dude. he sent you like MRI images like yeah. and with a Merry Christmas on it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's doing great. Ah, that's so it's funny. funny.
2: Do you want to see it oh, on the weekend? Oh, my
1: God. Yeah, I just want to see, like, oh, man, I, I do have the text oh, message period. still. Oh, man, like, I saved it because I sent it to one of my friends
2: uh-huh. when I
1: got it. And I was like, is this guy, like, being serious? I can't believe he freaking sent me that. He was like, I know we haven't spoken in two months, but, you know, like, I know your surgery anniversary's coming up. And, you know, like let's story. grab some lunch or dinner. And I was like, Okay. Like, no, I'm not, I didn't even respond to that. Cause I'm like, no, See I'm not even even, doing. <laughs> you know, oh,
0: I found the text. What, I would respond, what else do you want from me? Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You've taken so enough at this point. I know we but... haven't
1: s- spoken too much, but I was wondering if you still had your transplant checkup tomorrow or if you rescheduled. My dad and I both have graduation gifts for you. And my mom said she sent hers to the San Marcos house last Thursday in a brown envelope. If you're in town tomorrow and you're available to meet or have a late lunch or early dinner, I'm free. I know it's also the anniversary of the kidney transplant, so I could update you on how well your kidney is doing. If it doesn't work out tomorrow, we could always reschedule or something. Just let me know.
2: Uh, after That's two months psychopath. of nothing. after he cheated, so creepy. So creepy. Also, like, for him, okay, so apparently his parents sent you gifts and stuff. As his parents, mm-hmm. I would be mortified if my son did that mortified and I would feel the obligation to send you gifts and money for the rest of my life do you still get annual gifts from his parents because you should be
1: no I don't I don't expect anything from them you know they didn't do anything wrong to me oh they made him
2: (laughs) yeah they do (laughs) they they (laughs) they made him do you Mm -hmm. um do do they know he cheated on you yes She should be hand-making you gifts and giving you a a stipend and and letter every year. Like, at least the mother and father should have a relationship with you if he doesn't. Just to go, thank you for saving our son's life. His current wife should be like, thank you so much for keeping my husband alive. Like,
0: it... His wife should make you dinner every night.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Kidney bean casserole. Kidney bean casserole. Ask every night.
2: <laughs> ah, I did not understand yeah. these people surrounding this dude. They're like, I don't know. I just don't get it. I mean, because he could have handled this such a cooler, like, more respectable way. and
1: Way better way. Yeah. Way yeah.
2: better way. You didn't deserve any of that. But I love the fact that you're such a beautiful soul. You're like, I was, you already made up your mind that I'm going to do this no matter what, which I think is great. So mm-hmm. couple, Thanks. I guess a couple more questions then. Yeah. Unless Catherine, did you have anything else?
0: No, I was just gonna say. Now, I mean, you didn't respond. Yeah, you've, you've that was it, right? You've moved on. We've seen your phone. There's some. There's a picture of somebody yeah, I, with that you was my, I was gonna say, where are you now, <laughs> relationship
2: wise? Because it seems like there might be somebody better.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, I met. Uh, I'm with my current boyfriend. His name is Dalton, and it's funny because the I met him shortly after my breakup. Um, one of my friends from college invited me to go out on a road trip with him and his friends and dalton was one of them and then yeah one thing led to another and we just like hung out got to know each other and then we've been together for like five years now
2: i love that he doesn't need anything right like not a lung or
1: yeah no no if anything he'll. if i need a kidney then he better give me his.
2: <laughs> there we oh go.
1: God, that's love. How many months into yeah, that was it? Love life.
2: Did you give him the brochures to get him tested to see if he could give oh, you a kidney? Yeah.
1: No, no. I don't need a kidney. I'm doing, my body's <laughs> doing fine. So maybe in the future, if, mm-hmm. you know, I'm the saying, worst just check, scenario just happens.
2: You just might want it. Right? Yeah. I should be
1: like, what? what's your blood type? I just want to know.
2: <laughs> it's you been five years. You should already ask that. You should already ask that. I know, you know how I these should. relationships go.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I honestly thought I was gonna be single forever. To be honest, though, so.
2: I would want—I would want to be after that situation. I'd be like, "How do you trust? Single? How do you trust mm-hmm. another person?" No, mm-hmm.
1: single That's like my kidney.
2: <laughs> single like my kidney.
0: I didn't want to say. I almost said, "Don't say that, Catherine." But <laughs> you know, it's—it was good. It was good. too good. It's okay, good. dumbest good. question forever on the face of the planet. Nothing will ever be dumber. Um, we'd love to wrap it up with this question. You meet someone and you love them and they need an earlobe and you donate your second earlobe to them, okay? <laughs> um, then you find out they cheated on you and you're like, Are you serious? Again, I'm done giving body parts to people. Mm-hmm. Would you rather you see who they cheat on you with? Would you rather the other person be hotter or not or hotter than you?
1: oh man i never thought of this before yeah Um, it's tough this This is a harder decision decision philosophical i would say if they're (laughs) hotter than me then that would be that would be understanding really
0: okay okay all right you're very you're so you're so sweet you're so sweet
2: you're just too sweet and also (laughs) no one's hotter than you you're super hot right that's a very good point crazy right. hot no, so i think what she's trying sweet. to say no it's true yeah. and i think what she's trying to say is is it'd be impossible because no one's hotter than her so she would only accept it if they were yeah. and that can't happen that's very true yeah. that's a <laughs> point. so i think yeah. that's her e- like she's going around she's going around the circle to get back mm-hmm. to humble like she'd be like but look how humble mm-hmm. i am wink wink
0: yeah. but they don't, exist. they don't exist and that's why yeah um thank you so much for sharing this unbelievable insane. journey with us
2: and In- completely insane and you have survived and you are on top and you are killing it yes you got a dalton you it sounds like you're doing great <laughs> you found your dalton. you found your dalton is mm-hmm. there anything you would like to while you're on our podcast while you've got these listeners hearing your story is there anything you would like to plug or would you like to tell anybody where is best to follow you
1: yeah you could follow me on either instagram or tiktok at colini it's spelled c-o-l-l-e-e-e-n-i-i-e
2: Oh, that is so many things. Okay, so (laughs) I'm gonna repeat it for everybody at C O L L E E E, three E's, correct? Mm -hmm. N I I E?
1: Yes, you got it. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it.
2: You're like, if you're lucky enough to get that right and follow me, then you deserve to follow me. And if you don't, you don't. I love that. Now I'm
1: hungry for some Colleenie flowers. Yep, I'll make some funny content about my story, try to shed light on one of the most traumatic experiences of my life. And, you know, making satire out of it is very therapeutic for me.
2: I love that. Hey, that's why we have Beautiful. this podcast. That's how this yep. podcast started. Mm-hmm. Same thing. We went through hell and we were like, how do we turn this into something positive and therapeutic for people? And that's what mm-hmm. we do. And you just added to that. And that this is definitely a story we have not gotten <laughs> at all. Nowhere. and never will again. Or because of your story, we find out there is somebody who's done this. Um, can't wait to find mm-hmm. out. This is wild. This is wild. Okay. Um, yeah. Everybody go follow Colleen at Colleeny on Instagram. Instagram and TikTok. And, um, and, and please, I guess our PSA at this point is if someone needs an organ from you, I don't know, maybe get a little bit more commitment from them. Just a little or like a yeah. sign a thing together. I don't know. Right. I don't
0: know. Or <laughs> Yeah. Or just if they need something from you also put in there a little... A little homing device, you know, or or or, microchip. or a video, or a camera, or something, so you can be. Like, I'm I'm always watching. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Now, just huh? let them know. Just like a little
2: tracker. <laughs> like if you do it, just have just slide yes, the a doctor little, uh, uh, a Hyundai, a hundy, just a hundy dollar bill <laughs> and a little mm-hmm. microchip that they put in rescue dogs, right. and you just pass him that and you go <laughs> throw this in that kidney, and that yeah, and that they're... nephrologist because that's the doctor that does kidneys um they will Mm go nephroloway. huh what nothing it's a nephrologist (laughs) so anyway um catherine write that down you can look it up but uh they you know just toss that to them and they'll go wink wink we got you and then then you'll know and then if they block you you can still find them
1: Mm. there you go
0: Perfect.
2: So always be with them. Mm-hmm. Thank you so this much, Colleen. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much you for having giving me. Yourself I am honored to
1: be here guys. Thank you. At...
2: <laughs> you just give too much of yourself. You gave us, you, it's you gave yourself away. There's going to be just, uh, oh, you're amazing. Great. Thank you so much. And uh, everybody go follow her and that's it. Will you join us in telling all of our listeners a very annoying bye? We're going to do a long bye. Uh, we love all of you. Stay stabby. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaties Podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen. And if you've been cheated on or you have cheated, you've got a cheating story that we want to hear. Leave us a teaser voicemail at 888
0: stabby 8 That's 888-782-2298.
2: And hey, while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Cheaties Podcast. Follow me, Lace Larrabee at Lace Larrabee. And follow me, Catherine Blamford at It's Catherine Blamford. Stay stabby!
0: Go to your ready made horse! That's all you're good for!